Thanks for tuning in to the Keys to Gems podcast. This is your host, Lodoso. Keys to Gems fearlessly goes after a better understanding of every topic discussed. I hope you enjoy listening and take something away from each episode. And if nothing else, always know there is nothing we should fear discussing and understanding better. With that said, let's get to it. Thank you guys for tuning in to the 57th episode of the Keys to Gems podcast. Greatly appreciate you tuning in, as always. So, a few things have happened this week that I want to drop off, hopefully some kernels of thought with you, something that maybe you can use. One of the things I wanted to mention was the issue with the U.S. sprinter that got essentially disqualified and then suspended for one month. And then after that, she wasn't allowed. The U.S. team didn't allow her to even run the relay. Many of you are already aware of Shikari Richardson that her situation was, it was pretty fucked up how everything happened up to the point that she made the choice to indulge herself in uh, banned substance. Now, first of all, let's go ahead and acknowledge a couple things. One, I don't think it should be the case that any time that someone finds out that their birth parent has died from a damn reporter. That was kind of tacky. But, I mean, the reporter's doing their job. I don't really shame them for it or feel the negative type of way about it, really, because that's what they do. You try to get the rawest emotion, the most sincere version of the person when you're interviewing. Now, how it went down, I wasn't there with her, so I won't speak to specific circumstances. But it seemed that once it came out that her race win had been disqualified because of marijuana, her testing positive for THC, it was like a very small amount too. Something happened that was pretty interesting to me. And we see it a lot if you maybe follow rappers on Instagram. And I haven't seen it as much lately, but for a while, you always hear them say, free my nigga such and such, free my nigga Spody. Like, okay, free him for what? Like, they got convicted. And if they, they might have had money. Now, this is not to say that innocent people don't go to jail. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, that type of deal took over Miss Richardson, or I should say, the running of the race or her race in the Olympics, that type of thinking took took over. It was like everyone became a bit of a tout. It seems like most posts about them was a bit, let's see, the best way to say it is importunate. Now, not important. That, that's something else. But important. That basically is like urgent or persistent and sometimes annoyingly so. Annoyingly so. So when people started speaking up for her, it was interesting to me because, you know, me being a fly on the wall and me being an observer, I pay attention to the oddest things. 
a lot of people were saying like, oh, you should allow her to run because it's a dumb rule. And it is, but it is still a rule. Oh, she, she lost her mother. Can you imagine losing her mother? The rule has nothing to do with that, but I get what you're saying. But it's something that was really odd to me. In her apology, and I think she gave a very good apology. Like, look, it was a trying time. You know, I just been informed I lost my birth mother or my biological mother. And, you know, it was it was tough. And I did. I'm not different than anyone else. I just run faster. And I was like, that's really dope. And then things kept going. But something that stood out to me. A lot of people were saying, oh, you should allow her to run. She wasn't saying that. She took accountability. And I I don't understand why that is missed a lot of times, or unfortunately, it is maybe ignored a lot of times. See, she apologized. She was on Good Morning America. She was on a lot of uh, networks and basically saying, like, look, I appreciate y'all's support. But at no time did she say, let me run. Because she realized what she was doing. Because she realized that she had violated the rules. I don't know that people really stopped and took stock of that. Because while we upset for her not running in the Olympics, let's keep this a buck. Now, how many besides Jesse Owens and a couple of Michael Phelps, maybe a couple other people, how many can name people on the U.S. track team? Let's, let's just be honest. Before this came up, how, did you even know a Shikari Richards exists? Now, this is a saying that you, you shouldn't, or you're paying attention to it makes a difference. What I'm saying is this cause that we a lot of people jumped on, it seems that we missed a bit. And we wanted to make an excuse. We wanted to make, we wanted to make her more than what she was in this sense. She's not the fastest person in the world, so she probably wasn't going to win a gold medal. Though, <laughs> Emmanuel Outro actually <laughs> says it. Like, they, they got some Jamaicans that can fly, like running just over 10 seconds in 100. So she wasn't really going to beat them. And they, like, they ran just over 10 seconds this week that I'm recording this. So it wasn't like she was going to go down there and smoke them. Then... Was she something else that was brought up? And I, I, I hate to be re- kind of repetitive in this because he actually stated it better. Speak for yourself. It's a great show. You should watch it, in my opinion. They give you straight facts. It's kind of a debate show dealing with sports. And I'm a sports fan, so, you know, I watch it and I like debate. But people were talking about, oh, it's because she's black. Michael Phelps, oh, he had, if he he got away with it, No, the hell he didn't. Michael Phelps was suspended for a few months and he lost all his sponsorships. So he lost his spot on the team, swim team, and money. And then they went to, well, you should let her run. Well, let's look at that. If you were to say that even though you did violate the rule, we're going to allow you to run, the people that she would be replaced or that, yeah, that she would be replacing are actually black females. It's two of them. So is it a race thing still? Is it a sexist thing still? Because males and females 
are held to the same standard. And speaking of that female thing, we might want to remember that some females have been held to account in different ways. See, everyone likes to jump on the sympathy side when someone loses. And I'm not saying, for example, you have to be perfect. I personally believe athletes should be allowed to take whatever substance they want because when I watch you, I want to see the biggest, strongest, fastest version of the athlete. You know, as it appears, obviously, I don't want a huge person swimming. I want to see a fast swimmer. If it's a baseball player, I want to see a jack base baseball player that's knocking balls 500 feet out of the park. So that's where I am on it. So let's go ahead and make that clear. But there was a lady by the name of Marion Jones. She had her medal stripped. Why? Because she took substances that were banned. So let's look at this, the same thing, from the other side, Marion Jones got the chance to get sponsorships, make a whole lot of money, and then end up getting it all, the medals anyway, taken away. The money she made, she made. I mean, that's just what it was. But she gave her medals back. And the other people, they didn't get years of sponsorships, years of promo money because Marion Jones cheated. And that's, that's addition, like using something that's additive to make you better at what you're doing. I don't think people realize that a performance-enhancing drug doesn't have to enhance by adding something. If you've ever played competitive sports of any type, you may know, like on game day or when it's time, if it's a track race, it's time to perform your given skill, nerves come up. If you take something that gets rid of that nerve, so you could just zone in and perform at the highest quality, the highest version of yourself, but everyone else didn't, that's what PDs do. So it's not always making them bigger, stronger, faster. Sometimes it's calming them down, taking the stress of the competition away. So, Shikari Richardson, I really hope that she, in 2024, I believe, I hope she has, one, I hope she can cope with the loss of her biological mother. That's a big deal. I hope she recovers from that. But I hope people really can see that it's not always a martyr that we have presented to us. It's not always free my nigga, Shikari, like, it's not always that situation. Something that I usually mention a few times every episode is slowing down our thinking. Well, just about every episode. It's slowing down our thinking to really examine what's going on. Because if we do that, I think we'll be able to see the situation a little bit more complete than just the snapshot that we get from a social media post. Maybe we will. Or perhaps we want to be important. We'll see. Something else that's tied to this same scenario is mental health. And I cannot stress it enough. And I'm going to, as a black man, I have to make sure that I speak up 
because I mean, that's what I tell people to do. So I got to, you know, follow my own preaching. I have to speak up and make sure that the mental health side of this thing, like the young lady lost her mom. She did whatever she did. Let's, let's, let's squash that. She lost her biological mom. I cannot know how she feels. I cannot. I cannot know how anyone feels in a loss because I only have me in my, my mind. But I will say, make sure that you're checking in on people if they have experienced loss. Make sure if you're checking in on people if they have experienced trauma because it's important. Being there for people doesn't just mean giving them something in the time of known need. Sometimes just saying, hey, you okay? Hey, what's going on with you? That'll help. All the time you can't be there for people. All the time you can't be the resolve that people need to get through something. But it is my strong belief that you should try. Because if we don't try, then we're kind of, we're leaving people out in the wind. That's not fair to them. That's not fair to us, actually. We're not realizing the best version of ourselves by doing that. With that topic done, let me get into the last topic of this episode. Uh. Check it out now. Uh. For the last topic of episode 57, I want to remind everyone of something. A lot of things we experienced lately, especially with the around the situation with the virus and the outbreak, we have been put through a lot in the last year. And a lot of it, a lot of our personal situations have been affected because of the lens in which we view things or have things presented to us. And something that I don't think it's, it's really fair. I, I'm sure there's a fancy psychological term for it. But a lot of times people receive things certain ways simply based on, one, how they've been through it or how they've received other information. Two, as I mentioned before, their relationship with the truth. Great episode of Relationship Talk. Y'all need to listen to it. And three, their bias that they have towards a certain scenario. So what is all that? What am I saying all this for? Okay. So a lot of things that we have been doing to quote, say the planet recycling plastic bags being banned in certain areas, Austin, Texas, for one freaked me out when I went through it the first time, had to pay for bags. It was a thing. Anyway, but recycling, banning plastic bags, paper straws, all that stuff. Because we wanted to, we thought that was saving the earth. Now, that's a very, very, very minute section of what's going on. Because you control what you could control. But when you have companies like Exxon, Chevron, that pay millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars in advertising and using their platform to basically denounce climate change, global warming. That that term was, by the way, (laughs) 
it was literally made to deal with people in a certain way, like to cause a certain reaction. And it definitely worked. But anyway, people look at how we when you tell them, well, we need to start we need to start lessening our carbon footprint. Well, to some that might seem as though they're saying you need me to stop doing what I want to do. So I'm not going to do it. And I won't say that makes them like a child or some type of petulant adolescent. No, it's just that's the way they take in information. Then you realize on the other side of it, well, how do they get their information? Are they seeing the true effects of climate change? Are they seeing how the world is really acting? By the way, I don't know if anyone has paid attention. We've been hot, hot a lot lately and we've been so hot because of how we've treated the earth y'all we had a damn fire in the ocean a fire in the it was on some mythical freaking harry potter type shit some lord of the Rings shit we literally had a huge fire in the ocean fossil fuel companies have i mentioned this before a great book by rachel maddow called blowout basically breaks this down anywhere fossil fuel industry has been it has been chaos for that country whether it be economic whether it have been socioeconomical uh spreading out of the wealth has been drastically uneven and then what we have normally just the, the climate has been affected the earth has been affected we see this also with the rollout of the vaccine. Now, let me go ahead and warn you, I'm not about to tell you to get your vaccine and you stupid if you don't get it. I'm not doing that. Please know that. Your body, your choice. However, <laughs> a lot of people see that as you're telling me if when, it, when like Biden, for example, says you need to get the vaccine is for your community and so on and so forth. Okay, well, a lot of people take that as you're telling me what to do with my body. Well, yeah, that's true. But the flip side of it is we're telling you something that's available to you. And you can do it free of charge. And it could save your life or someone else's. But some people will say they only see it through that lens of you're trying to control my body. So. I mentioned those two examples, one of the global warming and our climate, the climate crisis kind of that we're in right now, and also the vaccine situation with the virus. I want you to maybe heighten your senses to be aware of when you're taking in information like that. And if you're strongly adverse to something, perhaps it's because of the lens that you or the the, the speaker that it came through speaker like an audio speaker or a verbal speaker perhaps it's just because you put your mind in a place that oh this this is the way it is so anything else is nonsense which again your mind absolute right to do however make sure as you attempt to process life as you attempt to grow go through your days Make sure that you are 100% giving yourself the best advantage of taking in information properly. Properly meaning considering where it's coming from, considering that 
Just because you think it's one way doesn't mean it's always that way. Considering the limits to your knowledge, that that thing really kind of irks me like when people, and again, I'm not telling you to get the vaccine if you haven't, but what really bothers me sometimes is when people talk to me like they're virologists or immunologists and they start, uh, start saying shit that doesn't even make sense. And it, you, you know if a person like me, because I listen to a lot of media and news, they're literally repeating talking points. It's like, you do, do you think that? Kind of like with the Shikari Richards thing. People jumped on the female thing and the black thing. I was like, okay, but the females that are, are going instead are black. I don't understand. So anyway, make sure that you examine the lens and to which you use to filter information. I believe that we can become more enlightened. I believe that we can become better educated and a better version of ourselves when we do. Because myself included, everybody doesn't know everything. And even if you know something, that doesn't mean you can't know it at a deeper, mm, a deeper level. So with that said, this is your host, Lono So saying thank you very much for tuning in to the 57th episode of the Keys to Gems podcast. I greatly appreciate it, and I'll see you next time.